Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the NI Golf Podcast episode... 55. 55. And on the programme this evening, Mr Kelly? Yeah, Morris has come face-to-face with the Dunluce course at Royal Portrush for the very first time. You can hear how he got on. We have our pro and our amateur roundups, as always. And we hear from Stephanie Meadow, who secured her LPGA Tour card for next season. But, first of all, some communications, some tweets, some messages. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at NI Golf Podcast. And uh, did you see the tweet from uh, Stephen Gordon, the PGA professional down at Bangor? He has gone back to using Balada balls. Turbalata, no less. Tightless Turbalata. Uh, why would he be doing such a thing? Why would he be using such a ball? Hey, do you know why? Because he found it on the range, he said, so he thought he'd better strike it. How old is? How long is it since they cut the grass on the range at Bangor? <laughs> <laughs> how did you find that? That's what I said. I sent him a, t- I sent him a, a, a message. Where did you find that ball from? Thinking that he dug it out of a box somewhere. He said he just found it lying on the range. So somebody had obviously hit one and lost it. Or else which somebody... me- Which member at Bangor Golf Club has been playing with Turbolatas? Yes, or else somebody just found it and took it out for a bit of a bladder yeah. and, and lost, lost it. it. So it's been in, their, in, the, in some yeah. old golf bag. Bit spinny, in the soft. attic for 40 years. <laughs> Uh, also, good uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Brian uh, at BPGPDP, who said, now this is something that I think we should roll out to uh, all golf courses everywhere. He he sent us a picture of his bacon baps, which he was making because he plays he plays at Edinburgh, and apparently it was his turn to make the bacon baps. Yes, and my four ball, and my four ball, somebody has to get the bars every Sunday. What bars? Bars chocolate, of chocolate bars. In your four ball bars that you play in, who has to bring the food? Uh, <coughs> it's meant to be Robert, and Robert never bothers his arse. But you see, that's not good enough. He needs ditched. He needs called out. He, he's called in out public, public forum, such as the podcast. But I, I think there's always it should go round if you've got a regular four ball. That's normally what happens. But bacon baps, that's, that's some good. That's going beyond the college. So start eating more. Yeah. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all the Corporation Ireland. <laughs> Uh, team um, who had their their day out with Big Pat that, and the gang. Right. Yep, all the results coming up later in the podcast. Okay, and uh, they played at Our Glass and Royal Royal, Port Ca- Rush. Royal, Royal, Royal County Down. Royal County Down. And um, there was a follow up uh, tweet from Richard S. Kelly. <laughs> Did you see that one? No. Uh, he said he had a, a Corporation Ireland charity day at Clandy Boy that he played in in 1989. <laughs> How come Big Pat doesn't look any different? <laughs> Which is nearly 30 years later. And Big, he's right. Big Pat plays an awful lot of golf. Some of the money's raised for Corporation Ireland is unbelievable. But I think Pat's basically full-time golfer, God. Well, he said he's yeah, playing all right. He's playing all right. Uh, Dennis McConnell was in touch with us on Twitter at NI Golf Podcast. He says, why was Rory not wearing a hat at the Ryder Cup? I think you have the answer to this. Well, I was worried got a big head. <laughs> Not that I know of. No more. I think that's probably the opposite. Probably no, I think uh, because uh, well, obviously it's not sponsored. You know, it's not, it's 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 team team colours. Yeah, it's uniform. Doesn't have to wear a hat. No, choose choose not to. Uh, so that's that's it. But he's not yeah. under any sponsor obligation to do it. They can't anyway. Yeah. yeah. So uh, just choose not to. However, so, um, who was it was saying was it maybe Dom at Shandon? Yeah. Um, who was saying to see his lovely new haircut? Oh right! He got a he got a, got a back short, new haircut, short back and sides for the Ryder Cup. Just before the Ryder Cup, so maybe that's what it was. Uh, so don't forget, get in touch. Uh, any old golf golf gossip you yeah. want to share we'll, with we'll, us? We'll definitely try not to understand what you're tech tweeting about. Exactly at ni golf podcast. So on with the pro news. Eddie Pepper produced a 
gutsy closing round of 72 to hold off the challenge of Alexander Bjork and win his second European Tour title of the season at the Sky Sports British Masters. Porrick Harrington was the best placed Irish player, tied for 22nd. Shane Laurie finished tied for 34th. And the 2017 champion, Paul Dunn, finished down in a tie for 42nd. And here's what Eddie Pepperell said. It was a grind, it was a tough day obviously with the conditions. Um, didn't play well really today and uh, I'm just thankful I got, built, thankful I got myself a nice lead really overnight. Um, I needed it. Um, so yeah, it was just a case of hanging in there all day really. It was, it was very, very miserable. I mean when I said British weather yesterday, I didn't expect it to be quite, quite so miserable. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled to be stood here with the trophy. Start with the front nine because when you're out of position, got up and down, made some crucial parts. How key was that to hang in there on that front nine? Yeah, there were some there were some big putts and a good job because I mean I putted awful from nine onwards. So uh, you know, literally the only chance I had of making birdies and eagles was to hold hold a shot. So <laughs> that's what I managed to do. Talk us through that one at the tenth. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite a, it was an alright lie in the rough on the upslope, but it was 120 yards and uh, we hit nine iron and it just came out perfect. Um, it looked all over it to be fair in the air and to hold two shots in a week, I guess shows that you know you you need those breaks to go your way sometimes to win and. They went my way this week. Just finally, a lot of fruition will come with this win, move up the world rankings. How much are you looking forward to the prospect of new tournaments all over the world next year? Um, well, ask me that question in nine months, because if I struggle, then uh, I'm sure I wouldn't have enjoyed it. But I mean, you know, it's going to be a great opportunity for me to go out there, obviously, into America and, and play a few more majors and the WGCs, obviously. But, you know, and I'll, I'll chuck in a few events around that, hopefully, out there. But I intend to. Uh, stay over here in Europe I really enjoy it so um, nice moment with Justin on the last yes I joked I wish I'd have been confident enough to bring the bottle of wine he uh, he bought me and uh, and we could have opened it together but I'm definitely going to drink that tonight um, and uh, and I say share it with Jen but I don't know she might get one sip but we'll see did you see um, yesterday's this is now Monday recording yeah. so it happened yesterday yeah. um, the final round uh, Alexander Bjork takes a rescue off the tee for accuracy <laughs> oh, God. sticks it in the sheet <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Walton Heath Look, it looks a bit that's Heath lad classic Heath lad yeah it's not we, we don't have I never golf. read Wuthering Heights at school so. <laughs> we don't have sort of courses like that here much certainly not that I know maybe Gor- Caddy Gorsi yeah. Gorsi right well we don't have courses like that sort of built round it I Scrabble. can think of possibly Scrabble's very cor- Gorsi possibly and maybe a bit of Claddy yeah. boy as well but I thought I thought the place looked great but you imagine I see know, the I run on it I know but I, did, I wasn't sure about it and I just yeah. looked, it looked a bit poxy in places <laughs> <laughs> a bit sort of, I don't know, I just didn't like the look of it. Classic old, I'd love to have a go at it, you know. By the way, just while we're saying that and talking about the Sky Sports yes. Masters, it was a four-year deal for that event, and it's not on the schedule for next year at the minute. Oh, I saw yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, it, it hasn't been, I just read that before we come out this morning, that it was a four-year deal and they had, Rose was, you know, Luke Donald did it, it did the host, Porter did it one mm-hmm. year, maybe I think, and they've decided, that it certainly was a four-year deal with Sky Sports, Sky Sports put a lot of innovation, you know, they did the master classes, they tried to shake the whole thing up again, well, at the minute there's no British Masters on the schedule. Well, do you time. know what, do you see next year, if there's no uh, Hero Challenge, I will not miss it. <laughs> Do you have a fan? I can't dig that balloon presentment. I'm sorry, no harm to you, but oh. I, just, I just 
he's, he's actually I just don't know it just feels incongruous to me and it's so staged it I, feels I, I, very very I know it is meant to be staged I, I didn't, but it feels it, very staged I, I, I know what was it Wednesday or Thursday it happened Wednesday yeah and I didn't see it on Wednesday but I sat down to watch it yesterday on the, uh, on the on YouTube the, or whatever no on the replay or whatever it is uh-huh. and uh, I got about 20 minutes in and, and you just wanted thought, to turn him off now what do they do because they've done it yeah so then what do they do they do it again with less people yeah. and then what do they do they do it again with less people yeah. how how many hours can you watch of people hitting a hundred yard shot onto a pontoon yeah and I just thought guys if that's as innovative as, as it gets yeah it was a stunning venue there in the Crown Wharf was great and you fantastic. know the funny thing was I was was there, well, there Wednesday or Thursday last week one of the two days I yeah. was there actually I didn't yeah. even realise it was on but uh, well, it, it, yeah. it probably would be better in the flesh I, I think so I just don't think I agree with you about the hero hunter and I think that they need to look at it again obviously and keep those things moving forward I think probably is a great idea in terms of getting people to look at golf who don't watch golf which is the whole point about it Aye, but not but, not watching that for an hour yeah maybe you they know, need to ch- change have, have distance. a couple of different channel you know, yeah. different challenges and yeah yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, not just hitting the one target one all the target, time. target, 100 yards. I don't even think they moved it. No, no, they don't, you see. So I think I need to move the tee boxes or maybe try and hit through uh, something else. Through but the windows of Canary Wharf. <laughs> take out a few bankers. <laughs> sure, that would be good. I'd watch that. <laughs> Which, but you got to hit the floor 40th there, please, Justin, away you go. Uh, this week, the tour has moved on to Spain for the Valderrama Masters, hosted by Sergio Garcia. Shane Larry is back in action. Gavin Moynihan is also scheduled to play. On the challenge, Tour, Kala Samuja secured his European Tour status for 2019 by winning the Hainan Open in China. Well said. Uh, yeah. The Finn carded a second successive one under par 71 to post a 15 under par total at Sanya. And you're doing this. <laughs> I do this all the time. At dude. some random golf club, finishing two shots clear of Grand Forest in second place. Michael Hoey, however, finished tied for 26th and has moved up to 20th in the order of merit. There's only two events left in the season for Michael to tie up his European card to, uh, for next year. This week, the Challenge Tour has stayed in China for the Foshan Open. Yeah, sticking with the Challenge Tour news, just a quick mention of the recent Monaghan Irish Challenge at Conquer Wood, which was won by Oliver Wilson. Congrats to Conor McKenna and all the team there. I played in the program. I know you did. With Joel Taggart and young Tom McKenna. Can I just say about Tung Tom? Played okay, struggling a bit of a hand injury, but he's got a nice line in trash talk going. Already? Oh, has he what? <laughs> at the age of 15. Has he what? I got a few wee sharp ones in the ribs at one stage. Oh, excellent. Oh, me and, me and Tom. Well, well I'm, I'm <laughs> I remember saying that on Twitter as well. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't surprise me because he's been listening to us on the podcast <laughs> oh, yeah. for a couple of years, trash oh, talking since he was a young that, so, was, that was not good. So what did he say? Spill the beans. Well, at one stage I had a, now one stage I had a very bad shot, okay? And he turned around and said, I can't believe you joked. Oh, but you know, like the match play? No, it was just no. It was a tour scramble event, oh, right, okay. you know. Like we played uh, at Galgorm. It was great. We played. We did all right for the first nine holes. Then we gradually Who was the fell pro? apart. Uh, oh, I can't remember. You can't remember the pro can't you played with the the He's an English lad, and he's really, really nice fella. He's too. just clearly not that nice. <laughs> no, I can't, I've played him before, <laughs> and I just can't remember his name off the top of my head. Oh, that's I have to say, if I remember it, I'll shout him out. Not only do you choke on the course, you choke on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> At Conquer Wood was absolutely I've never seen it looking as good and it was tough them boys struggled so they did right around oh, there a bit of win proper oh, golf course Oliver Wilson the said Ryder Cup won it here's what Oliver said after winning that event that was hard work today um, the weather was, grind it was absolutely a grind um, 
you know, we knew it was going to be tough. Um, pretty strong winds, crosswinds everywhere. Ran a very tough course, so um, delighted to come through it. Um, I, I could have made it a little bit easier, but made it a little tricky down the stretch. But uh, it's such, such a good test that you just got to keep in good shots. So managed to do that, fortunately, and uh, it wasn't too stressful coming to the last. What was the key moment of the day? When did you feel like you might have had it? I think uh, par save on 11 was pretty big. I hit a lovely shot in. I just went through the wind and missed it long, which is a disastrous miss, but managed to get that up and down. Um, that felt pretty big just to keep my momentum going. And then played nice after that. Had a had a chance on the par five after that, and then just played reasonably solid coming in. But uh, obviously missed a few putts uh, and a couple of greens. But overall, in the conditions, I played really well. For as long as I've known you, whenever you've got a sniff of a lead, you always win. Why? Why are you so good under this sort of pressure? Um, well, I've got nine seconds, so I, I could have been better. Yeah, but don't worry about those. <laughs> I'm talking about now. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, um, you know, I, I know how. I know how good I can be and how, I, how well I can play and um, what I'm capable of and um, I just got to you know just staying in the moment and all the all the cliches just trying to hit out here when you play such good golf courses it kind of it makes you stay in the moment it makes you just get it on the fairway get it on the on the green and um, play a different kind of golf as opposed to when you're just smashing it off the tee and you can hit it anywhere and you're making tons of birdies for me this is more proper golf um, and I my, my game is suited more to it so um, you know I, I drove the ball really well this week um, so I was in play nearly every hole really wasn't in trouble off any tee so um, it's a lot easier when you're playing from the fairways um, but everything was pretty good um, and I just managed to hang in there so where are we we are you're inside the top 15 well done uh, and we've got three events left. Have you had time to gather your thoughts, thinking about ahead? Are you off to China tonight, right? Hopefully. Yeah, you've got the flight to catch. I've got a bit of a mad rush tonight to try and make my China flight, so we'll see. But um, that's the plan. And then, yeah, two in China and grand final. So um, So keep the head on, have a Guinness tonight, or what? what's the plan? Well, my main, my main aim is to make my flight, and then we'll celebrate on the flight, I guess, if, right. if that happens. Otherwise, it'll be celebrating at home. Well, you best get off then. Yeah. So what about Conquer then as a venue that, that lived up to what we knew it would probably live yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're really like Connor and the team really worked their asses off to get that place looking very good. The players loved it. They found it a real challenge. Like they were playing off some of those par threes, Mars the ninth. Okay, when the pin was at the back tier, two hundred and twenty yards. Par three. Par That's three. It should be for those boys. The boys were having to because it was so cold. They're hitting three yards and four yards on that. So it really, really challenged them. A good winner too. Really, really. And is this a, a sort of precursor of it could happen again in the well, year next year? Yeah, or? Well, let's put it this way: I don't think that the tour would be annoyed if it went back there. It's just whether Conquerwood decides that they want to do it again. That tournament didn't have a, a sponsor this year, but you know the way it was presented, you know, sponsors got to start looking at that and thinking that's worth getting involved in, you know. On the PGA Tour, Australian Mark Leishman won the CIMB Classic in Malaysia by five shots. Uh, this week, the Tour has moved on to South Korea for the CJ Cup. Uh, I think G-Mac's playing there, isn't he? That's right, yeah. Uh, newly crowned PGA Tour Player of the Year, Brooks Kepka makes his first start at the twenty of the 2018-2019 season because that's that a wraparound thing which starts all over again. He drives you demented, doesn't it? Exactly. On the stage short, Tour, the Paris Legends Championship 
Premiership was won by Gary Orr. Ireland's Brandon McGovern finished tied for 18th. And on the LPGA Tour, Inji Chun fired a 6 under 66 to win the KEB Hannah Bank Championship on Sunday and clinch her third LPGA Tour victory. And Simon Thornton won the Irish PGA Championship at Galway Bay Golf Resort. I was down at it. Lovely golf course. Yeah. The rain two Irish championships for Simon. This yes. Year? No. 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 The he won. Do you remember there was the Irish Open qualifier? Yeah, he won was, it. Yeah. yeah. The rain hit tournament was reduced to thirty six holes, and Simon finished one shot ahead of Richard Kilpatrick on the Seniors Tour in America, the SAS Championship. That was won by guess who? Bernard Langer. Darren Clark was down in a tie for fifty second. Darren is making a bit better progress on the Champions Tour. At the you know he's he's hardly missed a cut. <laughs> No, is there a cut? Is there a cut? There might be a cut in there some of them. There's a cut in some of them. Okay. Yeah, okay. all the ones are three rounds. Yeah. But, you I've kind of lost track of what the arm's doing. I'm not going to tell you later. I can tell you shortly if you like. Because I was thinking, you know, we should probably have a, a wee round-up of yeah. the season. Because this is more or less. We're we'll getting to that the stuff. Another couple yeah. of weeks' time, that'll be a pretty much done. Yeah. So we'll maybe do a round-up of all how they've done for the year and we'll have a look back. So we've been following Stephanie Meadows' progress on the Symmetra Tour all season and her hard work has finally paid off as she secured a return to the LPGA, the full card, finishing sixth in the Volvic race for her card. Uh, she sat down with the good people of the Golf Channel for a bit of a chat. Very consistent. Um, you know, I had eight top tens. Um, you know, I didn't miss many cuts, and I just played great golf overall. Um, my ball striking this year was probably most improved, <laughs> so um, I'm very happy with that. I, uh, I moved coaches at the beginning of this year. Um, Terry Rolls, um, he's English, so we kind of connected straight away. And, um, you know, he really just brought me back to what I had always done in my swing. I'd always been a flat player inside, draw hitter, and that's kind of what I tried to change, and now I've gone back to it. <laughs> so um, went around full circle, but... Now it's it's back for good. Well, last year was a, a bit of a different story. You had a back injury through mm -hmm. the season. What what challenges did you face going through going through that last year? Um, obviously, I played in a lot of pain, and um, to overcome that mentally after, you know, when once you start feeling better, you know, you're playing better, but then you still have all the memories of the bad shots that you hit while you were playing in pain. <laughs> so it was kind of just getting that kind of through your head that, hey, that's I don't have to worry about that anymore. And um, obviously, you kind of have to s swallow your pride a little bit when you come from LPGA and go back down to Symmetra and, and, you know, just say it's just me and the golf course again and see what I can do. Well, now that you will be back on the LPGA Tour, mm -hmm. what did you learn during that time on Symmetra Tour? Um, just to believe in myself that, you know, what I have is good enough. And, you know, the girls on Symmetra Tour this year were very solid. Like, there was a lot of great play. Um, so... You know, I just think go out there, do it, and don't change anything. Just stick to your game plan. Goals? Looking forward to 2018 now? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I have full status, so I don't have to worry about reshuffles or anything like that. So I'd love to be, you know, have a good year, maybe be inside the top 50 next year. And, um, you know, I believe I can do it. I know I have the game, um, so I just got to do it. Any big international events that might be on your mind as well? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, you can't beat the British Open for me. That's that's very, um, you know, special. And I hope, you know, the men's British Open is at my home course next year. So hopefully we can get a women's British Open at Port Rush in some time to come. So consistency for Stephanie, yeah. uh, the key. She's, uh, she's, had just, she's been striking the ball really well, changed her coach. Yeah. 
Uh, she's gone back to her more natural swing. Yeah. So obviously the insinuation there is that she's gone away from that a bit. Yeah, the coach was getting her to change that a wee bit. She's now gone a wee bit back mm-hmm. to the old swing, and she's starting to have results again. Also, she's moved house. She's moved base. She's out living in Arizona now. But the most important thing about that is she committed to that to start of the season, and she didn't divert. She didn't try start chasing starts on the LPGA or try and fly over over to Europe and play the well the odd European ladies European tour event. She set her target. This is what I'm doing. She played every event. She won one. She contested a couple of others. And basically she grounded out. In terms of Irish golf this year, right? All of them, ladies, men, amateurs, this is the best performance of the year mm, by, by a golfer, yeah. by far and away. Um, just the level of commitment and, and the ability just to turn up every week and grind it out. I don't know how many cuts she made. You missed only a few, maybe missed about two cuts in total. So, you know, hats off to her. Hats off. Carrying on, Squire? Yep. Um, the final stage of European Tour School was last week. 28 Irish lads teed it up over the eight venues and just six made it through. Which is still good going. I suppose it is. Six who got through. Yeah. yeah. You know, the number of people who go to Q-School. That's right, but this is this is only, uh, that was only That's the first. Tour. Yeah, this was the first stage of Tour School. There's another couple to go yet. So, um, Conor O'Rourke, who was the leading Irish finisher at Conquer Wood, by the way, uh, he's through. Gary Hurley's through. Kevin Phelan's through. Cameron Raymond's through. And Luke Donnelly and our old mate, Neil O'Brien, all progressed. I think it's further proof, if any was required, of just how tough it is to make the grade, as we've talked about many a time. That's kind of what I was touching at when we look back at the guys uh, for this year and just the seasons yeah. they've had and how, yeah. how tough it's been. It's been actually so far, and hopefully he'll manage to get his full card, but it's been a pretty good year for uh, for Michael. Yeah. You know, he's been he's been grinding away. Grinding away. Yeah. Week in, week out, making cuts, making yeah. cuts. Yeah. And eventually it, t- it tots up. And if you get a couple of, especially in the Challenge Tour, a top five finish can make the total difference, uh-huh. you know. So Michael hasn't gone chasing, you know, he didn't bother trying to qualify for the Open Championship stuff they got. Sight set on trying to earn his full card. Yeah. I, wonder, I wonder how he felt about Dunhill, you know, because obviously he's had a victory there. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's probably a bit disappointed that he missed the cut. Yeah. But, you know. And not only that, you, you look at what Oliver Wilson did. Oliver Wilson probably could have, because he's a former winner at Dunhill, he probably could have gotten an invite to the Dunhill, but yeah. he made a decision. I'm going to go to Monaghan. Uh-huh. The challenge tour access and a full tour card that way is the way it'd go and it paid off he won it yep. straight into the top 15 there you go so it just shows you it doesn't feel like it's been a great season for Irish golf no that's that that was the whole question that I was asking yeah. originally is you know what's it been like it doesn't you know with the with the with the talent that we've got coming through yeah but the ones that are pretty much you know established on the tours yeah. whatever tour it might be it's just it hasn't felt like a great year yeah. a lot of the boys have lost their cards you yes. know G-Mac Shane yeah, yeah. Parry to a degree you know it's, um, it's so it's, we'll see when the stats when you sit and do a bit of crunching later on right so during a wee break we missed out on a couple of big events did we we did Yes, we've been very remiss over the last little while, but yeah. again, life has conspired against yeah. us. Life has conspired. Can I just, on a, on a personal note, if you're a heart surgeon and you're in any way listen to this, you're a hell of a bunch of lads. Thanks very much. <laughs> you helped my mother. She had a wee heart attack about a week ago. And it was amazing. So thanks very much for your heart surgeon. But she okay? Oh, yes, she's on the mend. Thank yeah, you. She's yeah. on the mend. So during a wee break, we missed up a couple of big things, most notably the Ryder Cup. And our predictions, Morris, were totally up the left. No, 
your predictions were totally up the left because <laughs> you went with the masses. I, I went with the USA, didn't I? You should have gone with my uh, my analysis before it started, whenever I ran the figures for wins versus losses, and you would have seen that I was right, that Europe were going to win. Not only that, but did you see me predicting the result? half a point yes. the final score? You were very unhappy with Mr. Noron. He was very selfish, holding that 50-footer, whatever it was in the last screen, to mess up my prediction. Yeah, it was some win. Congratulations to Thomas Bjorn and the team. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's all been said. It's all been said. I, I would really like to know what was going on with the Americans. Oh, to be honest with you, that's been the best thing about it. Absolutely. Watching the Americans eat each other over the feet. Well, they, they, they kind of pulled up short of doing that, but there was at that press conference. No, I should read then at the press, but then he did New York Times interview where he did do get stuck into them. Yeah, that's what I said, but actually at the event they didn't. Yeah, no, they didn't actually do it. And then Phil Mickelson, he's not going to play golf courses like that any longer. He's only going to play golf courses. Wow. Wow, wow, cry wow. Your eyes. Did Dustin and Brooks have a fight? Yeah, did they, they have a punch up? Did they, they not they have a punch no, up? They say no. But everybody else says yes. So something definitely happened. Yeah. Just shows you you don't don't lose the Ryder Cup. But then from a European point of view, it looks like Porring's definitely going to get the job for twenty twenty. How does it? Because Lee Westwood, who would probably be his direct rival for that captaincy bid has more or less said that he's not interested in it so it looks like Porig's a man Justin Rose has given his back and Rory's given his back and so it looks like Porig for Whistling Straits and also Porig has said that he wants it mm-hmm. which is well, finally good because Porig has sat in the fence a few years but looks like he's finally bit so I think can you imagine Porig will be mad as a captain can you imagine some of the press conference they'll ask him one question 15 minutes later he's still talking <laughs> Yes, it'll be great, it'll be great, yeah. it'll be interesting, yeah. it'll be great. And the other big news was Morris J finally came face to face with the Dunluce course at Royal Rush, home of the 2019 Open Championship. Morris, what did you think of Royal Rush? It's all right, like. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this is what happened. First time I played Ballyliffin. Yeah. What happened? 60 mile an hour wins and then rain for the last five holes. Yes. Royal Port Rush, what happened? 40 mile an hour wins, rain for the last four holes. <laughs> so, you know, I can't. You know my game. I. I am high trajectory. Yeah, high trajectory. So, high trajectory does not suit a windy day. No. In the slightest. Yes. Doesn't suit a non windy day. It really doesn't suit a windy day. So, I played all right up until about the seventh. Uh-huh. And then when we got to the seventh, which is one of the new holes, That's it's right. the par five yeah. off the greens. It was playing five hundred and thirty-nine yards into a force four, so it was basically driver, big massive fade slash slice <coughs> in behind the huge massive bunker, which is oh, now there, right? Lovely. So you're kind of blocked out. However, because of my ridiculously high trajectory, I was able to hit a three hybrid over the top <laughs> of the big bunker, right? <laughs> On to the other side, yeah, yeah. another three hybrid, oh. seven iron, oh and then a chip. That's, <laughs> the, that's what it was playing like. It was just, and it was right in, it was in yeah. the teeth of it. Like yeah. Literally up that new seventh. Just felt like you were never going to stop. In fact, every hole felt like the wind was straight into you. Yeah. <laughs> However, up until the seventh, it was interesting and fun and yeah. enjoyed it a bit because it wasn't quite as crazy. But then after about the seventh, started to really yeah, pick up yeah. the wind. And then it kind of got miserable the last three, four holes. Okay. Calamity was a 203 yeah. uh, into the wind. Oh, I know. Full driver, uh-huh. 20 feet. 
20 feet from the hole. Uh-huh. I thought you were going to say 20 feet from like over the no, gap. No, no, no. Teed it away, way down. Oh, got a wee. Drilled s- a driver. Yeah. Straight as a die. What are yours? Aye. 20 feet. Very good. So, two putted for a par. Okay. So, that was my, my first experience of calamity. Yeah. Which was interesting. And, yeah, just for people who don't, Morris has lived in, he's, he's 50 plus now. And he's just never played Royal Portrush. No, so played the Valley loads of times. Played the Valley. played the loose. And you were really looking forward to it right now. I was. Yeah. What about the presentation of the place and all, but oh, immaculate. It's, it's great. It's gorgeous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we're, you know, I think, Oct- is it, did, did, did uh, Graham tell us the last time we were up that from November they're starting using maths everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. So October is the last month to play on the, on That's the right. course, really. You know. That's it. The, the, the start, the preparations for the Open Championship start now for them in terms of keeping the course as good as they can. So people will be asked to play off the mats. And, that, you know, the, the, I think it was he posted the, the, he posted a wee bit of uh, on Twitter there about some of the drainage work they're going to do in uh, the valley as well. And they're going to try and open, you know, that tunnel that they have there at the Open Championship. They're yes. going to try and open it up now and start working on it. But... Um, I remember playing the first time I played Royal County Down. I played it in forty mile an hour winds, and it, it definitely coloured my experience of Royal County oh, Down. It does. I find it it's I've I've always said Royal County Down is too tough for me. Well, I played RCD for the first time with good weather this year. Yeah, and it was back in uh, was it August maybe? Yeah, July August with uh, the North North Coast Lynx guys. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, and it was a gorgeous day. And you come off thinking uh, the I best golf course in the world yes pretty much <laughs> but only after nine holes because <laughs> the back nine I blew up but I had no excuse yeah because at 18 or 19 points the front nine and then at 12 or 13 in the back nine yeah um, but yeah but that was the first time I played it with no wind and a nice day and I thought this really is special I hope I get another chance to do the same at uh, Portrush because on a nice day with even a wee just a wee bit of wind yeah not a force four it would actually be, be quite nice it's, uh, it's funny how how your your how you play is so important to how you experience a golf course, isn't well, it? <coughs> not really. Do you know what I mean? Because if I was playing bad, it's still, I'd still, you know, yeah. I would I would still go. Actually, it's just my bad playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least if it's not for me, if it's not windy, at least I have a chance to play badly and not and to make a decision, <laughs> as opposed to not knowing. Yeah, playing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Would you go back? In a in a heartbeat. Well, there you go. That's always a, that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Because you know, it's, it's you know because the last four or five holes, once that rain started, yeah, you know it's like ballet lift and the head was down. Yeah, you can't, you can't see anything. You can't see the course. You no. know, you're, you're battling with a brawley. Yeah, you know, it's just what won it, Morris? Not there. What not, this? I should say this was a society outing. So what was it? What was the leading score in the, the day? Winning score of the day was a very impressive 33 points. That's very good shoot. By podcast listener regular Roland Henry. Oh, yeah. So he had 33 points, uh, which was a great score for that for yeah. that day. Yeah. Know, so. I would say the average would have been more around the 20s. I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> Is that us? That's us. It's been a busy couple of weeks in the interclub scene. And even though I don't like talking about interclub golf any longer, since our market chant us. Anyway, Carndu beat Malone 8 8 5 to, oh, eight and a half to five and a half to win the Ulster Cup. You wrote this. I know. Meanwhile, Bambridge Golf Club collected the Belfast District Cup. Well done. Oh, well done, Bambridge. Yeah. yeah. B&D, nice one. Nice one. Uh, Athlone's Thomas O'Connor claimed the Ulster mid-arm title at Rossapella, finishing two shots ahead of defending champion Frank Casey Jr. Yeah, and the All-Ireland Cups and Shields final took place at Turles. Athan Ray won the Barton Shield, Nina won the Pierce Purcell, Kinsale won the Jimmy Bruin, Portumna won the Junior Cup, and Port Marnock won the Senior Cup. Marsh, you may notice one thing there. 
Very few northern. <laughs> Very few Ulster clubs. Uh, uh, Wasn't such a good week for the, for the Ulster teams. Uh, Warren Point won the Irish Junior Foursomes, uh, beating Mitchellstown by three holes. Lisburn won the All-Ireland Fred Daly competition, beating Galway 3-2 in the final. Well yeah, done, yeah. Lisburn. The Irish Senior Women's Team defended the home internationals title at Burnham and Borough, despite losing to Scotland on the final day. Significant wins against both England and Wales secured a trophy for the second year running for the team, which was led by Captain Valerie. Kilkenny's Mark Parr has topped Bridgestone's Boys International Order of Merit for 2018. Parr was confirmed as Ireland's number one following his selection for this year's Jack Lee's Trophy and the 18-year-old celebrated his Bridgestone triumph by helping GB&I to victory against the continent of Europe. And finally, referring to our cooperation Ireland, footballing legend Pat Jennings hosted his annual charity event at Royal County Down. Over the years, Pat's work with the cooperation Ireland has raised an excess of 500 Wow. Yeah. Hats off, Pat. Hats off, Big Pat. The team event was won this year by Oakside Security. Second was the Brickenden Grangers. And Pat's team, Pat's team, would you believe this? I heard on a second. Pat's team managed to win the front nine prize with 44 points. And that's it for episode 55. Don't forget, we are on Twitter and Facebook. Do get in touch. NI Golf Podcast at NI Golf Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> And if you're looking for a bit of winter golf, Lockern have launched a winter series. First round is next month. You can find out more on the Lockern website. And our old favourite, Bert up there at Castle Rock, they're also doing what they're calling the Winter Wednesday Opens, Mars £15. To play Castle Rock. To play Castle Rock. 15 for visitors. Contact the club for more details. Can you imagine, Mars? we're looking out at it today. It's October whatever date of 15th the sun is shining it's absolutely beautiful can you imagine playing castle rock and that be nice uh, that's it from us thank you for listening we're back in a couple of weeks time uh, would you believe I've signed up for winter league oh. I've been co-opted on the winter league team <laughs> what's the team called uh, I think it's just it's called the McNabb sweep okay brilliant so I'll be playing for the McNabb sweep I don't think there's been a McNabb playing in the McNabb sweep for about 15-20 years well very good I'm delighted to see so you on. Is, is, is that played over 9 holes or 12 holes 9 holes yeah so there's no excuses you've got to get out once a week once a week get a card in 9 holes me and Pete will begin out and battling against the elements for a plenty of Mars so, so wish me luck so <laughs> you're if you've signed up for Winter League I salute you <laughs> us hardy bunch suppose you're putting sticks away now yeah, yeah for me the, the, the sticks will be away soon unfortunately but right. unfortunately so if you're still playing good on you if not fair not we'll have plenty more info in a couple of weeks time cheers thanks for listening bye bye